Avengers! Hello everyone and welcome back to Excelsior, the world's number one Marvel's Avengers seasonal Spider-Man review series podcast. I'm your director, Christian Buckley, joined as always by the Apex legend, Jack Martin. How are you today? Excelsior, Christian. I'm doing especially well today, considering we have quite the topic to discuss. Uh, I'm just very excited. How are you doing? I'm doing good, you know, uh, fall is here, I got flannels and sweats on today, it feels wonderful out here in New England. I'm wearing the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did, was it you or me, or you and me or me and Mike, I remember one day we were recording in the studio back at school, and I think we both showed up wearing the exact same flannel. <laughs> yeah, honestly, could have been any of us yeah and that could have happened multiple times oh absolutely i i do remember one of the times all three of us were on a show there uh we all showed up with flannels and jeans and i was like yeah of course yeah. i think pat even too yeah definitely <laughs> very fun. i'm sure that happened like multiple times <laughs> well this week like you said we got some exciting stuff to talk about uh we compared it pre-recording to a elite five-star restaurant where it's like is this really all we're talking about but you gotta savor the flavor jack mm -hmm. you know gotta yeah go to it's a, a tasty tasty meal we're gonna have absolutely uh before we get to the exciting stuff though and of course what if in the back of this show we got to get through the the normal stuff the normie furies report that we run through every week this week we're gonna start with the non-exciting thing so, uh, as of, well, maybe this is exciting, actually. I'm looking forward to this. As of today, recording, as of today of when the show releases as well, so from September 30th to October 4th, Marvel's Avengers is running a quad XP event. What does that mean, Jack? I failed math. Sorry, what? <laughs> I did, what I was that last? I failed a math class in my life. Okay. Um... I'm right there with you, dude. I'm not not a math guy. Yeah, definitely not a math guy. Um, so that means all the XP you get is multiplied by four. So it's not double XP. It's not even triple XP. It's quad XP. Hell yeah, that's that's the juiciest treat for us high level players, you know. Yeah, man. I was really excited when they announced this, and I still am because I'm working on a 154 right now. Mm-hmm. As well as you know all that champion xp which i think this is what is good for us and the people who already have the 150s right but i realize i'm doing stuff this weekend um i'm getting an xbox i'm picking up an xbox mm -hmm. uh this sunday so i'm gonna try and find time to play because i want to get my thor to 150 and get just a bunch of champion xp yeah so we'll see but this is good stuff yeah i uh started downloading update for the game earlier today um a bunch of my friends have this game jack and none of us have ever played together so i'm hoping that maybe because of the xp event i can sort of wrangle them into playing this this weekend but i'm right there with you like my 150 thor i want him to be a beast so when he gets nerfed he's still strong you know like i, I would like that to be the reality i live in and the quad XP event is going to do that for me, especially because the hero catalysts, the times two and times three hero catalysts, is that what they are? Yeah, I, I believe you're right. Okay. Two or three. Um, those stack. Or maybe 1.5 and three. You're correct. Actually, it might be 1.5 and two. Yeah, something even. like that. Uh, those stack on top of the additional quad XP. So this is when my struggle with math actually comes in. Is this a 1.5 XP boost on top of it? So you're getting a 5.5 or you know, is this I, multiplying the four? I don't think it's multiplying the four. Mm -hmm. I think it's, remember we had that, we had those math equations a yes. few weeks back, yes. a couple months back, maybe. That was last and, year, I think. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I think it was. Okay, well, five years ago when we talked about that, mm -hmm. um, and people were like, oh, that means it's like multi multiplying this base version, it's going to be crazy stats. And they were like, you know, it's actually not that. It's additive rather than, you know, the way you guys are thinking. Mm -hmm. I think it's probably that. Sure. I don't think it's going to be crazy, but it's still in addition to 
the already four times XP. So you're gonna be we're gonna be moving through these champion levels, hopefully. Yeah, and honestly, I as much as I want to level Thor, I think I might use this as an opportunity to get T'Challa to at least level fifty if he's not already. Because mm-hmm. I straight up, I have not played the game since I beat War for Wakanda, I, I, unless yeah. I logged in to buy a, a costume. So. Yeah, I've I've been doing some challenges for Black Panther just for the challenge card, but and and a little bit of Thor, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I got to get back on the grind. Um, you know why? Why is that? In the shop right now, they're getting me with a third Captain America skin that I need, Jack. Dude, they keep keep doing it with these crazy good costumes and skins for this game. It sucks because like <laughs> they're really gonna get money out of me. And the funny thing is, I don't even main a cap. I, re- I like caps in the rotation, but he's like my third choice, you know. Um, right now in the shop, they have the Nomad Captain America skin from Infinity War. How do you think this one looks? This one looks great. Uh, it's the bearded cap with the star ripped off his chest. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. I think th- this game has had issues with skins particularly with hair but i think this looks really accurate to the mcu uh counterpart and obviously like it's based on the the games captain america but with the mcu skin on top of it and with that knowledge it looks good and it has the mcu shield and i saw like a little bit of people complaining that it wasn't like the battered shield that he had a, like post civil war mm-hmm. or like i guess during civil war but i mean it's the mcu shield i love it to death so I, i'm i think this is a pretty much perfect skin that being said are you going in on this i don't know i'm i'm with you with cap because he's in the rotation like he's in my he's a 150 character for me and mm-hmm. i love playing as him mm-hmm. i got the end, end game skin right like I already have an MCU skin for him. I don't want to be greedy, but I'm certainly tempted. I'm certainly tempted. Yeah, I got the Endgame skin. I got the Avengers 1 skin just because I thought it was hilarious they put that thing in. Um, I like this suit like within the context of the MCU, I think, more than both of those just because it like this specific look for Cap does have a lot of significance behind it too with his character where like yeah the end game one is probably the most comic accurate they ever did but i really really do love this uh roaming battered captain america look so uh might have to drop the credit card on this yeah it's a great look i feel like captain america might have the best mcu skins in this game so far yeah um i think he also might have the most yeah, i think he does think. now for sure officially unless yeah black widow maybe no, Widow well. has two, Iron Man has two, most everybody else just has their endgame skins, Black Panther has Civil yeah. War, Black Panther, so yeah. This, yeah. yeah, yeah, so he definitely has the most, and not even including that, he just has the best, I think, so far, so. Agreed. That's great. Well, you know what else is great? What's that? These players on the Xbox side of things that maybe they love Captain America, maybe they want this skin and they're like, damn, want the skin, but if I'm paying for a game, I don't want to pay for the outfit too. Uh, Microsoft has so generously taken that part out of the equation for you because as of today, Marvel's Avengers is now on Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S. Windows PC, xCloud, through Game Pass. Wild. What a crazy announcement. Yeah. Like, we have pondered the possibility of this coming to Game Pass, but I think we always stopped at fully believing it would because this was a Sony-marketed game. Like, Mm -hmm. PlayStation is getting the exclusive Spider-Man character, and that kind of held us up and this was on playstation now for a little bit and i think it was taken off 
and I feel like that sort of like dashed our dreams yeah. and hopes potentially of this coming out and this kind of just came out of nowhere and this is awesome news this is essentially free like at no additional cost to game pass subscribers so this is the easiest recommendation where if you already have game pass and you're on xbox this is the this is the number one game you should be playing like if you have nothing else on your plate Mm -hmm. and you really like uh marvel and stuff like that this is essentially a free game with a really great campaign so this is amazing news yeah i'll go one further too i know some people the way they tackle subscribing to game pass is on a game by game basis so like say when forza horizon 5 drops later this year they're like okay now i'll sub for the month if there's nothing on there right now unless you're like a huge bandai namco fan and you want to play scarlet nexus like i just started this morning like uh i say if you don't have game pass at the moment and you have an xbox and you are a marvel fan absolutely sub for the month just to play through these campaigns because it's probably they say 25 hours total for the single player content right now realistically probably 20 to 25 is accurate um yeah i think this is absolutely an easy recommendation like you said so if you're a game pass sub if you have the ability to be a game pass sub even if you're on pc like if you don't have an xbox you can still do this you can still play it through the cloud there is no scenario where this does not help avengers and i'm glad you brought up the ps now thing because i know people i know there are some defenders of playstation now our good friend kevin diaz is a fan of playstation now rightfully a show so. of playstation oh. now, did you say no i i, I said a <laughs> defender i believe um playstation now is not even in the same country as game pass <laughs> you know like yeah. I think, honestly, Avengers coming to PlayStation Now was a bigger deal for PlayStation Now, and Avengers coming to Game Pass is a huge deal for Avengers, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the news when this came to PlayStation Now and quickly left was a fart in the wind. Like, I don't think anyone really paid attention to it after the fact, but this is, like, anytime any game comes to game pass it is a huge deal i think for for both the service and for avengers but you're right i think the more important lens of looking at this is the player base of marvel's avengers is just gonna grow exponentially hopefully because of game pass like that is treated like a service because it is and you just have that library of games and you basically have marvel's avengers for free um and there's an upcoming raid you know hopefully coming out soon um scheduled to come out soon that is specifically multiplayer and i you're not going to have a difficult time finding friends to play with on xbox so or random people even so that's that's really good news this is just incredible yeah and another great element just like you're saying in terms of playing with people is they came out and said that there's no crossplay between the Steam version of the game, but if you're playing the game through, I believe, like the Windows Store purchase of it, or any version of Game Pass or xCloud, if you're playing on PC, you can play with the Xbox player base that are playing on console, on Xbox One and at the series consoles. So, yeah, I, I think this will just honestly this could maybe i don't want to say save the game but give it enough of a second win to maybe give us more confidence on riding out 2022 for content and maybe even some 2023 stuff yeah um i was thinking i was considering whether this was like the hail mary for the game and this is like it's kind of last shot at, at boosting the player base I don't think it's the last possible thing. I think that's still free to play. Agreed. But this is definitely a shot of adrenaline for the game, where like this is a second wind for sure, mm-hmm. um, and it just completely grows that the player base that it so desperately needs to grow. Um, still, though, I think it is hilarious that this keeps happening with Xbox, like earlier this year mlb the show which was historically a playstation exclusive developed by a first party studio and it still is um 
went to xbox for the first time and also went to game pass <laughs> so like mm-hmm. you could play a first party developed playstation game for free essentially on xbox uh which i will be doing soon and that happened in a similar way with marvel's avengers where playstation had like the marketing rights and there will be an exclusive character but you can play the game for free on xbox i just think that's hilarious and i think it is a little a little like i don't even know how i feel about spider-man coming out in december and like so many new people you have to imagine getting the game and being really confused yeah. <laughs> when they can't access spider-man so i'm glad you're bringing up that aspect of it with like the the exclusivity and if we look at it of like the sort of partnership that's going on here right now this announcement came a few days after the initiative announced that crystal dynamics was joining their studio to develop perfect dark so i've seen a lot of speculation and a lot of like i don't know this is all based off of nothing just like gut feelings from literally everybody who's commented on this but Some people are speculating that maybe Crystal Dynamics and Microsoft are going to be sort of fostering a more long-term relationship the way that, I won't say Bethesda because Bethesda was a full-blown acquisition, but, you know, the Xbox fans like throwing around acquisitions all the time in terms of speculation. This is the most recent one, but I do think because Marvel's Avengers, which was one of the best-selling games of last year, and that partnership to develop a first party exclusive there could be some stuff here that would lead to a future of collaboration and if that is the case i could easily see obviously not this year but maybe sometime next year the xbox player base maybe getting their own exclusive character for the game just to balance it out you know and maybe it would be a character that falls into a similar level of importance for Spider-Man because you and I have both talked about the idea that Spider-Man moving forward in the narrative probably is not going to be significant to the overall story of this Avengers project in like any way. So I could maybe see that Madeline Blank filled in for them over there just to have that like the, the other character that's kind of just there and is just sort of not important to what's going on you know do you think this like this game going to game pass um kind of highlights the fact that there is no crossplay yet because it seems like this is a really good boost for the player base on the xbox side of things but it doesn't increase that player base across all platforms i feel like if the if crossplay was a thing, this would be great for the game in general. But mm-hmm. as of right now, this is great on the Xbox side of things. Yeah, I think you are correct. Um, it's always been a bit of a bummer that Marvel's Avengers doesn't have crossplay and does not seem to have that in the cards for the near future. And a lot of people, like I've seen Paul Tassi speculate about this, cite Spider Man as the reason for crossplay not being Mm. a thing which makes sense right like it's kind of like why nintendo was like we don't want samus in fortnite because then she'll be on the playstation you know it's it's a weird thing that's holding this game back from maybe reaching a stronger presence in the world of multiplayer online services but at this specific moment, I don't know how much crossplay would help the game, considering we're still kind of waiting for stuff to do together, you know? But I think you have a very fair, very real point. Yeah, I, I think you make a good point. Like, there really is no substantive multiplayer content right now, so yeah. does it really matter? But with something like the raid looming on the horizon, mm-hmm. and you would imagine the player base probably this weekend will jump really high because oh, yeah. it's on game pass and the quad xp like that is just obviously a really good plan that they put in place to just have that at the same time you're getting this completely new player base probably a lot of people jumping in and just leveling up their characters really quickly 
Um, it would be nice, obviously, if there was crossplay, so that this crazy new audience on Xbox can join in with PlayStation and just makes the game, and PC players just makes the game that much better. Um, it doesn't seem like that's going to be something that's soon. Like, it seems like a year two sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. a, or I guess an end of year two sort of thing, like 2022. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like this kind of changes what I think about future content, like what you said. Mm-hmm. Now that it's on Game Pass, I feel like that is... Like, I don't know if that's the new target audience for this game, just because that's, that's where your players are, you know? That's what I was thinking, and that's kind of where I was leading with the Crystal Dynamics partnership, because, like, yeah, year one, PlayStation gets Spider-Man, right? But if there's this move, if this move helps the player base stay healthy and stay ever-growing, like, if somebody gets an Xbox for the first time, they get Game Pass, they see this Marvel game they're a casual fan or a hardcore marvel fan that was waiting for the game to get good which i think at this point it did um you have that very easy avenue for new players to hop into and i feel like as opposed to a destiny or a final fantasy 14 or any other sort of living game the barrier to entry for avengers is like on the floor like This game is not intimidating. There's no air of, am I behind? Because, like, maybe that's a byproduct of not a lot of content dropping, but the content that did drop is substantial, but it's not overwhelming, you know? So I do think that is good for the player base to grow in time. And I would not be surprised if, like you said, eventually the larger player base ends up being the Xbox ecosystem because they just open that up to game pass subscribers not just console xbox owners right like you could play this on your phone right now and have an all right time with it because the xcloud stuff from my experience so far is pretty solid i want to try this on xcloud i will report back next week um if i can get some time in but yeah i think this could like you said lead to a road for more content and us as a community feeling a bit more confident in future content yeah the more we talk about it the more it seems like this could be good just for the overall health of the game not just for the xbox side of things because like if xbox players like eventually turn into like the main group that crystal wants to focus on like it's not going to be just like xbox exclusive content it's going to be um content for that everyone gets and it just so happens that the xbox players are the more fanatical group because they're the numbers would be so high so yeah i I think this is really really good stuff um i man i wish there was cross progression i know (laughs) that'd be awesome yeah dude i i hope they work that in at some point i don't know how difficult that would be because with destiny it's like your character is saved on a bungee server it's not tied to the psn it's not tied to your hard drive it's on bungee's end and as we learned from the intricate playstation upgrade save transfer with this game the save and your progression for avengers is local so unless they do some overhaul to have player individual progressions stored on a crystal dynamics server i don't know how easy it would be for crossplay cross progression to work or cro- not cross play but just cross save and cross progression um but yeah i'm with you the series s is my next gen console at the moment and i would really love if i could just send my thor over to there right now and just keep on playing that a actual locked frame rate rather than 60 most of the time on my pro you know yeah yeah but hopefully they hear the people in the community that are talking about this i'm sure they will and maybe reorganize or reprioritize some of these things to actually be something we get in the near future if there is some migration or numbers do skyrocket but yeah overall 
this might be the thing that changed the course of this game moving forward. And I think it's very cool that uh, it came out so fast. That was like a three-day turnaround almost. Yeah, it's such a great surprise. I did not expect that at all. Like we had the state of the game, which wasn't as dour as I was expecting, but it still wasn't like... I didn't come away from that super hyped. And it kind of seemed like 2022 was going to be it not that they said that but you know we just kind of assumed you know yeah right and with something like this this is such a huge move um especially for keeping that player base and like building a player base um anytime a game has you can access it basically free um obviously like games like fortnite are completely free but this is the next best thing when you have that you're just breaking down those barriers that you said for the player base for people to access so this is really good good for for people who have been interested and want to play this and honestly good for people like us who've been playing it since day one um and just are craving that higher player count so awesome stuff because you and i both play on playstation from all accounts playstation is the most active player base for the game right now and Yes, I do own an Xbox, but if things like started getting shifted towards an Xbox priority or they cater to that audience more because it is growing and expanding, as a PlayStation fan, I wouldn't even be mad because like that just means that this game that we all enjoy does hopefully get to live a little bit longer and uh, maybe get some more resources put into it. Like we're talking about a lot more characters beyond what they promised for next year and uh fingers crossed a second raid that'd be excellent but um yeah any any other thoughts on the game hitting game pass um the game just keeps like it it's not going away like there's always i'm like surprised at how much news there always is for this game in like the best possible way Mm -hmm. so it's not going away which is great i was thinking about anthem today and this we're a year past this release and this is definitely not an anthem like experience it is still being supported um and with news like this you can kind of extrapolate that it's probably going to be supported for longer than we even expected um so this is good stuff you know when you said this game never goes away i got a visual in my mind this game is steve rogers jack it keeps getting beaten down yeah, maybe dude. by itself stands up i could do this all day knocked down again but they keep getting up and uh very fitting you know maybe that's why cap gets all the cool suits do you do you think that uh greg miller's prediction with imran khan is going to come true that maybe not prediction that by the by the end of this year marvel's adventures is you know it's okay it's in a good spot between the fact that we are getting a raid and i fully believe in their promises expectations i i think the raid will be probably the best piece of content in the game so far pairing that with this yeah i i think by the end of this year all of us can look at avengers and be like yeah that game's good it's okay yeah and spidey yeah spider-man too so there you go uh, speaking of the raid, we do have a few update updates to run through quick and future content as well. Um, Crystal said, we're often asked if there are projects our team is working on that aren't on the roadmap. We can say now that one of those major projects was Xbox Game Pass. So, <laughs> I love that go. answer. I That's, <laughs> they, they were essentially saying yes. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah. So, And that basically is them saying, so yes, we have other stuff that we're not talking about right now. Crossplay. <laughs> Yeah. You get Yeah, yeah. Um I also think it's funny that remember a couple weeks ago when we had the free weekend pre War for Wakanda? Mm-hmm. And they were like, PC, PlayStation, free weekend, Xbox players, T B D things are happening <laughs> in the background. We're figuring it out. Uh yep, they they yep. absolutely knew back then, right? They probably knew since the beginning of summer, honestly, in terms of getting this oh, thing yeah. prepped. But. You'd have to imagine this, the conversation about this has been going on for months, if not longer. So, 
Mm-hmm. Now, Jack, when I say I believe the raid is going to be the best piece of content in the game so far, do you doubt me or do you feel a certain way that would make you feel otherwise? Um, I mean, I would certainly hope it is. I'm very worried about this. Like this, if this comes out and this is like what we can think of for raids going forward, it that could be like a huge flop. This It makes me think of the Omega level threat where we got that. It's like, oh man, <laughs> this is mm-hmm. not it. So I'm hoping it's not like that, but I think it definitely has that potential where like this could be the most meaningful piece of content. So yeah, I don't know if it will be, but it certainly has that potential. Yeah, I think it can, and it could honestly help sort of redefine Avengers as being that service game that they pitched it as because the raid is the reason to play with friends. So the other update update this week, they did give an update on the Claw raid. It's continuing along with internal playtesting of the multiple puzzles, which is very exciting for me as somebody who has watched some Destiny raids, as somebody who played the Ghost of Tsushima raid. The puzzles that can be mustered up by a development team in a raid setting are so creative because they know the type of player who is playing the raid they not that they would talk down to their player race otherwise but they know that there is a certain level of understanding of the mechanics of the rules of the game that they can really design things that you see nowhere else like for example in ghost of tsushima there's a raid puzzle where you spawn in this very wide open environment it sort of looks like uh, a rice farm almost in this beautifully designed world and there's these like egg sacks across the field and you spawn with your team and then waves and waves of enemies just keep on coming to you and you're trying to figure out how do we progress here eventually maybe you kill one of these enemies next to an egg and you see that a certain enemy death near the egg will cause the egg to break and you have to do that to find a specific item in one of the eggs so like nothing like that is in normal ghost of Tsushima. You can attest to that, correct? Oh, yeah. I don't. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so, like, game. when they say multiple puzzles, when I know Crystal Dynamics has a history with, like, Tomb Raider games, I'm hopeful because the raid will allow for more creative puzzles than stand on this button pressure plate in this order to continue moving forward. Like, like you're saying, it could just be that, but the opportunity to design a raid on that higher level makes me hopeful that multiple puzzles does mean this is content that is only here because it wouldn't make sense in other places in the game right uh it's funny that you mentioned like watching destiny raids because i've i've watched like achievement hunter back in the day do destiny 2 raids and i really liked when i don't i could not tell you the raid but like the team was split up in two different locations one team saw like certain symbols and the other team mm-hmm. had to shoot certain symbols so that those are the kind of puzzles that i'm thinking of where like you need like you couldn't play the raid if you couldn't communicate with your team like that's kind of what i'm hoping for for puzzles that require you to sort of think and communicate with your team yeah dude and that just fosters some of the best multiplayer moments i think because like you said about destiny it's really well designed and i have yet to experience it that's like on my bucket list i need to do that but when i was able to do the ghost raid i spent like an entire ghost came out last year right yep okay so over like the christmas season uh i spent probably like a week straight logging on at nine at night playing until like one or two in the morning with my group of friends trying to figure out the puzzles and progress through the raid so like it's great when it works so i'm glad they're taking their time with it i'm glad they're doing extensive testing and the puzzles has me very hopeful so expectations are high definitely um quick update did you see the quote about the spider-man event featuring cutscenes I did, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, for me, like, it doesn't really... It didn't really give me anything, like, too substantial. People were wondering, like, hey, why... And we were wondering, like, why is it marketed as an event rather than, like, a regular 
character drop that we've seen for the other characters. And Crystal basically said there's going to be, like any other character drop, there's going to be like cutscenes and things like that. So, like, don't worry, essentially. I'm still thinking it's going to be, like, a little bit less meaty than maybe like a Hawkeye or um, Kate Bishop or something like that. But, yeah, it it was interesting that they made that clarification. Yeah, because... I, I think after the roadmap came out, we weren't alone in being like, so they initially said event, and they're saying event again. What what does that mean in the context of the game? Because I don't think they've used the event specific label for anything beyond like the Tachyon Anomaly event or the Cosmic Cube event. So like, what does that mean in relation to a character? Um, I believe the clarification was given out on either a dev stream last week or in the official Avengers Discord. So, yeah, fair to expect some cutscenes, definitely going to have some voice direction. Do you think Spider-Man will have at least one scene with more than one of the Avengers? Yeah, I think he talked to, like... Like... I don't know. I, I, he definitely, I feel like he'll have interactions with characters, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'll probably be on the lines of what we saw for like the Monica uh, villain sector, where they're all sure. like talking around like the war table or whatever. I think that's probably what we're going to get. Sure. I would really hope that, like, respect to Crystal, because I they really. I feel prioritize Captain America as being the leader of the team because he's supposed to be. Uh, where the movies definitely took their time to get there, and even in the end, it was kind of like 50 50. I think with their take on Cap, I would love to see him introduce this version of Spider Man to all of us, sort of like how he had that presence with Kate in her expansion. Um, so I'd really like to see him and Spidey. Maybe more than Tony and Spidey at this point, because Tony in the game is like a very different Tony Stark than the world is used to, I think. Yeah, definitely. So at least we get some cutscenes out of it, you know? Yeah, I, I'm still thinking they're going to be on the smaller side compared to what we've seen for like Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, but because, like, again, I don't think you can really alienate, especially with such a big influx of players coming on Xbox. I don't think you can alienate all of those with like. Uh, the same level of scale that we had i think it will this will probably be like an hour-long event um with like a cutscene or two you know how you offset that though to make it a bigger deal daredevil xbox no i was gonna say (laughs) you cast toby Maguire to voice this character who's probably gonna have a grand total of 10 minutes worth of dialogue dude i you're you're really shooting for that I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to get it. And if you do, I'm going to... Uh, I'll send you a pizza. I'll send you a pizza if Tobey Maguire is is Spider-Man. I, I just... I can't not try and believe, you know? Sure. I mean, that'd be amazing. That'd be absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I think that would make it worth the wait, you know? Sure. Get that nasally, monotone Spidey <laughs> voice in a video game. Oh, that'd be so good. I yeah. want it back. Playing Spider-Man 2? Oh, man. Good stuff. Hell yeah. Well, meanwhile, Jack, got some other stuff going on in the greater Marvel world. Not too much. Uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage has released as of tonight. Um, For those who are curious following along our Spider-Man review, the Venom Let There Be Carnage review will be posting sometime in the first half of next week. Normal episodes go up Saturday. We did a similar thing for Shang-Chi, so look forward to the Venom 2 discussion probably early the following week. Um, as of right now, though, at an average score of 5.7 out of 10, it's 69% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Nice. Um, did you look into any of the impressions for this movie? <laughs> yeah, I've uh, listened to a couple people's reviews. Let me tell you, Christian, not surprised. Not surprised in the slightest. 
um kind of what i'm expecting i feel like everyone was expecting this um but yeah i saw a entertainment weekly tweet earlier today that was uh summarizing sort of a consensus about the movie right Uh, i'd like to read it out to you real quick critics are piling on the carnage atop tom hardy's venom sequel calling it quote a ridiculous mess and a porn tentacle fest that feels like the mold in the avengers shower if that isn't the best goddamn way to sell a venom movie jack what is wow uh that's incredibly hyperbolic. I don't think people are <laughs> being that negative to this movie. Um, but man, that's a sling of words I would have never thought to find in Entertainment Weekly. So that's good stuff. Um, dude, I really think this will be just like really stupid fun. And I'm I'm hoping it will be like that. Because the first one for me wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they are really doubling down on like the more fun aspects of Venom character so if it ends up just being like a really stupid movie but a fun time that's good yeah man i cannot wait for this that i (laughs) i I read that and i was like let's fucking go like yeah that's exactly what i want out of this oh man the mold in the avengers shower that's venom yep and it's in the shower it's in the helicarrier right it's part of it now um people are freaking out over the like mid credits scene, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what it is. Uh, has this been spoiled for you? I I think like this the credit scene is the thing that leaked. I didn't see it, but I did see oh. a text description of one aspect of it. Um, okay, I was gonna I was gonna have us offer our guess guesses, okay. but you well, might. Know. I would like to hear your guess. Whatever you say, I will respond. Cool, exactly like that. Okay. All right, sweet genuinely think that uh tom hardy will be like (laughs) here's the scene he's in his apartment with venom he's icing his head after the fight with carnage and he turns on the tv and peter parker like reveals himself or gets revealed to uh the general public like i think this is an mcu tying event so that's that's my guess i think last week we talked about that a little bit right and I think that was before I heard anything, and I was in line with you. I I, I, that, I think that would be fun. But Yeah, I didn't know if they were going to do that at the end of this movie, but now that people are freaking out about it, and it is probably hyperbole, and it's it, it might be set up for like another Venom sequel with some other villain, but if people are freaking out about it this much, I think it might be that. But people also freaked out about the Shang-Chi, end credit scene which was good but not worthy of people were like this is the best one ever and it's like no get over yourself um Mm -hmm. so it might be the same here but i'm thinking this might be we might get an mcu connection yeah we'll have to wait and see um i i did find another very interesting quote regarding venom um apparently tom hardy andy circus they've been giving like a lot of interviews just because the movie's releasing right and in one of them, uh, I don't have the exact one, but Tom, Tom Hardy said he's deeply invested in the success of Marvel and their films. And that, that was his word. So. Interesting. Yeah. I like that Tom Hardy, so I hope to see him more. I like that he clearly loves this character. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, think it's, I, I think it's fun. I think he's having a blast. He's getting paid. And if he can just be a, a goofball dumbass and be this cool cheesy r- relic of an anti-hero superhero hell yeah dude keep making them <laughs> why not i think it'd be really funny to see him in deadpool square up Ooh, yeah like you know the converge the convergence is almost upon us mm-hmm. and i think that'd be funny that would be fun yeah I, I'm excited to see where Venom goes. I hope we get at least a third, if not more, appearances from him. But. I'm yeah, I'm I'm sure he will. Uh, I'm seeing this by myself again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured I might as well just replicate what happened to me last time. <laughs> um, dude, I will not be surprised if a light fixture falls or the screen tears or something. Like I'm kind of going in with that expectation. So, mm-hmm. well. 
Yeah, I think I am going with Omar because I saw the original one with him. And, uh, oh, I almost forgot. I think we talked about this last week, but worth reiterating. Marshall Mathers is writing the end credit song. <laughs> he wrote it. It's done. But it's there. Yeah. We're gifted with a second Eminem song themed around Venom. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, we texted about this. They really doubled down. They're they like, did. you know what? We we weren't. I don't think they were. You, you think that they were. Uh, they knew. Like they knew it was all about the 2000s vibes. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was intentional. It is certainly intentional now. They're like, you know what? It's not a joke anymore. This is we're serious this if i is it. if i can amend that statement from last week i think they knew in post <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure in so, the editing room <laughs> yeah q george lucas saying i think we might have gone a little bit far in a few places yeah 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 exactly so sure uh one other fun piece of news um in 2022 too late for me because i'm making my trip down there soonish uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, the new roller coaster that has scenes shot by James Gunn and the cast of the Guardians of the Galaxy, is coming to Disney World, and they have announced it officially. That's cool, man. Um, do they have Avengers Campus on Disney World right now? They don't because there's a agreement contract in terms oh, right. of avengers or Mar- like specifically avengers themed and avengers characters themed attractions universal mm-hmm. is the only theme park in florida that can do that That's so wild disney world cannot get avengers campus it can't get an avengers ride it can't get spider-man hulk but the guardians of the galaxy are not the avengers so that's why mm-hmm. disney world is getting guardians that is absolutely hilarious mm-hmm but also sad because that is in the uh global aspect of things that is our local disney world yeah or disney theme park so Mm -hmm. it's very sad but yeah i mean it's cool that this coaster is coming and maybe eventually like rights get shifted and disney can have that that park and i'm sure this is being placed in a position where they're like you know what if we get that avengers land we can park this squarely next to the uh avatars pandora right in between pandora and uh the star wars land i bet you're right i know the park that it's actually being built in at the moment because they've been building it all this year i was hoping that it would be done by like the holidays for me but um it is in epcot so yeah gonna have a good old time seeing the construction zone when i'm there yeah yeah let me know if it's next to france or what country it, it happens to be next to absolutely well, Jack, with all that, we have come to the what if discussion for the week. We got Marvel's what if. I didn't write down the official name, but I wrote Visualtron. Mm-hmm. I did my That's best. Good. I like it. Uh, I've seen some pretty positive thoughts amongst the online communities on this one. I want to hear what you thought. I also liked this. Um, I feel like it's been forever <laughs> since we got like a good what if episode and this is one of those examples where this show took a really good scenario of what if ultron won as soon as i saw that title i was like i'm in like that is a good scenario to start your story on and i feel like they really capitalize in on that and have a really interesting take not only on that scenario itself but also heavily featuring black widow and hawkeye Mm -hmm. who we always hear that they were like they're really close and the best of friends and we see that every now and then but i feel like we we get 20 minutes here of them just really being close with each other and i think that was a really great part of the episode but overall even aside from the um like the overarching implications of this episode i think at a base level this is a really good what if episode what about you yeah, I agree with everything you just said. I'll even say that in terms of what if iterating on the MCU, which we've seen a couple times so far in terms of like, hey, would this have been just a better scenario or was something in this episode of what if done better than in the MCU? Um, I think this just makes me more upset about 
just because it's good because uh, it makes me upset about the way Ultron was treated in the MCU because I like Ultron. I know you have your feelings about Robert California, James Spader. <laughs> yep. But I, I genuinely think Ultron is a really solid underrated villain in the MCU and is a very interesting precursor to Thanos because they have very similar ideologies. Like, it it kind of sucks that Ultron was never built up in the MCU and seeing the way they handle Ultron and the buildup and everything here makes me, like, left longing for things that could have been, you know? Um, I know Phase 2 sort of kind of throws a hint out there with like oh tony's making suits that can function on their own with iron man 3 but like i feel like a lot of people didn't even pick up on that until after the fact of ultron releasing at least i didn't but i liked it though good episode you yeah. Get into spoilers? yeah yeah sure let's do it okay. yeah uh, you go ahead what were you gonna say i was gonna say like your your feelings of like sort of wanting more from the mcu i feel like that's from vision or from uh ultron i feel like that is a good sign of a what if episode or a good what if episode being like oh man i in some ways i kind of wish this was how things went or i wish the mcu borrowed certain aspects of this story and and implement that implemented that in like the the canon of what we're working with so yeah man i oh man the fact that star wars visions is out and i really enjoy the first few episodes i've seen Mm-hmm. I kind of wish this series just came out all at once because I think it's been very detrimental to have these what if scenarios trickle out in a lot of them not hit and it just makes that wait even worse where I came into this week being like wow I forgot there was a what if episode and it ended up being a really good episode yeah I, I agree with you I typically am someone who does like the week to week thing even with some Netflix shows if there's a full drop, I'll try and spread it out a little bit. Visions, I've been doing that also, where I've only watched the first four episodes, but for the most part, so far, I feel like Visions has kind of been all killer, no filler. I know people might not like the Tatooine Rhapsody episode, but I thought it was charming. Oh, I like that one. I'm glad. I'm gl- it's that good, warms my heart. That's like capital A anime, mm-hmm. and I've been watching them all, or the first three I've been watching them, like, uh, subbed. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching the japanese version mm-hmm. and i was like wow this is just like a straight up anime episode it's awesome wait till you watch episode four jack i, Ooh. I i'll be shocked if four gets topped um is that the ninth jedi no episode four is the village bride all right sweet that I'm was excited. very good but yeah i i think you make a good point where maybe it would be a little more lost in the mix of things because what if has a sort of homogenous style to it but visions does play around with the genre of anime and art styles with every episode so maybe that could be a detractor but you would hope the concepts are good enough to stand on their own every week or sorry all at once that you would remember the ones that are good the way that people seem to be doing with visions right now um and i think this would be one that stands out among all the others and we can get to ranking in a bit but like i personally think based off of everything it is one of the stronger episodes and does throw some wrenches in things and our understandings of actual canon mcu stuff like i've saw i've seen a lot of people wondering if uh he who remains was like lying about some stuff now um sort of bending our perception of the watcher in this episode as well like i I think it throws a lot of things at us as a penultimate episode that work well for the mcu in addition to being like hey look how cool ultron could have been guys (laughs) like there's a lot going on in this episode i think yeah and even if this wasn't like set up for the crazy battle i'm sure we're, we're about to get in the next episode everything that just happens like on the ground of this episode so to say um is i think some of the best stuff we've seen from this show yeah um do you enjoy the new look of ultron do you like the the vision hybrid suit of armor thing because yeah I, I, into I, it. 
yeah i think that's interesting um i loved like the immediate killing of thanos and him just being like oh that's interesting thanks for that idea and then he just you know puts on his suit and then of course as he flies in the air he throws a cape on because of course mm-hmm. um so yeah big fan of that yeah i i really like it um like you like we've been talking about it just plays with the mcu and our expectations and already established feelings in a way that i wish every episode of what if does you know um what did you think of the thing with the watcher like did that surprise you do you have warped perceptions are you questioning things that we've come to take as fact at the moment like some people on the internet are uh not really like we kind of had the impression that he like had the ability to just watch over different universes and things um and was kind of just like the narrator through this and um like it seemed across each episode it seems like he was getting more and more involved or like thinking about getting more and more involved so the fact that he was like on the brink of telling hawkeye where the thing was and now he is at the end of this certainly involved with dr strange i wasn't super surprised by that it seems like we were kind of being thread that throughout the series so and i don't really think it breaks anything in terms of mc logic i know we need some more explanations for the multiverse and like what happened with loki and all that so i i don't think right now that really kind of messes with anything yeah i i did see something that made me question um the powers that be in this easter egg that i'm sure you saw there is that moment with uh, the Watcher and Ultron like crashing through the different dimensions where oh yeah in the background they absolutely go through Mustafar yeah and and uh, Felucia I didn't even notice that one but yeah you're absolutely right damn jeez okay so yeah um we don't have to get into that but like I I don't want to see a Marvel no. Star Wars crossover in any capacity. I think that's more of a visual nod than uh, yeah. the Watcher and Vision actually going through Mustafar. I would hope. I mean, Marvel publishes a lot of those Star Wars comics, so... Patton Oswalt's dream in Parks and Rec cannot come true. That can simply not come true. So I, I hope that doesn't it, happen. If it does, it better be when we're long gone, because I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to experience that. It's sad, because like that would have been like <laughs> that would have been like an early 2000s thing when like marvel was running out of money they're mm-hmm. like i don't know let's just do this um so i hope that never happens yeah here's hoping well is there anything left unsaid about the specifics of the episode or would you like to get into the ranking discussion now uh let's get into the ranking i think this should be an interesting one yeah so out the gate i think it's at least top three yeah i was saying in my in my head i was thinking that it was hovering somewhere near the black panther guardians episode okay so as a refresher i can run through our ranking as a stance sure. um last place we have killmonger meets tony sixth place is party thor fifth place is captain carter fourth place is doctor strange kills everybody third place is zombies Second place is the Avengers Fury murder mystery, and first place is the Child Star Lord. Ooh, ooh, oh man! So you're thinking this is better than the Nick Fury episode? I'm thinking it's for sure better than well, maybe not for sure, but I think it's stronger in terms of taking the what if idea yeah. than Zombies is. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. So I'm it's at you. least third. When it comes to supplying new things, like I, I think it's also doing more with the what if idea than the Fury episode, even though I think the Fury episode has been more fun of a concept. Um, I think this episode had a lot more interesting stuff, so I would also say it's at least second. Okay. How do you feel about putting it above the T'Challa Star-Lord episode? Ah, I don't know. I don't know if I would. 
Okay. I don't. Although, I, I feel like I this. Would, but yeah, on. like I don't know if I would. I feel like this might have the best concept. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess Black Panther has a really, uh, T'Challa as Star Lord is a really good concept. That it's one of those ones where no one thought of it, but it just ends up being such a cool, interesting concept. Where this one is more of a standard. Oh yeah, what if this? What if X villain won? Um, but that's just a solid concept for a what if episode and end up being really great i i would i would say two or three i would say two or three i could be uh, convinced for two i i i think second place is good yeah. because i i do love that fury episode like a lot um but it kind of does have some of the pitfalls of some of our least favorite episodes in terms of like not maybe doing enough or not having a great wrap up and like throwing out a weird cliffhanger um it's also mcu touristy like it, it goes around to a lot of places like it's during that one week so we see a lot of scenes that we've already seen before you know and mm-hmm. it's like uh some of the what if episodes that we don't like are the ones that are a little too samey to some of the mcu stuff and this is feels completely new so i, I do appreciate that about this yeah i agree so i i think second place is strong we could revise things after next week after we have a whole comprehensive view of the series but as it stands the top three are fury in third place second place is Visultron, and first place is t'challa star lord sweet so, uh before we wrap up i want to ask you this because there is a report going around that the final episode has a post-credit scene Mm. if you had to take a guess what do you think this is because i've seen some wild theories about some live action stuff but what do you think we get out of a post-credit scene for this this i've seen people yeah i've seen people speculate about live action i don't think we're gonna get that i really think this will just be a setup for season two like the watcher will throw in his ray-bans and be like all right let's go do some cool shit and then that's the kicker for this and the setup to season two i think that's what we're getting i don't think we get like anything like groundbreaking or revolutionary it's like oh man this this show that was supposed to be fun is now like super connected to the mcu like Mm -hmm. and it's going to be pretty revolutionary i think it's just going to be a little teaser for season two what about you i think either doctor strange or the watcher will comment on the moment of the timeline being released by sylvie i think they'll be like hey something's going on in a different multiverse and they'll feel that and then maybe a hint of a element of doctor strange too like from Mm. this universe is doctor strange okay being like oh i'd hate to be that other me you know (laughs) or something like that all right interesting yeah because as far as we know, it's all canon. So why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tee it up. Well, uh, wonderful episode of What If. Wonderful discussion, Jack, as always. Where can the agents of Excelsior find you? You can follow me on Twitter, at FascinatedJack. And you know what? Uh, I said I was getting my Xbox uh, Series X soon. You can also add me on Xbox, at FascinatedJack. I did a weird workaround because the new Xbox system doesn't allow you to have uh, names with characters over 12 mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. And the <laughs> for some reason, you can go back on the Xbox 360 and add uh, characters up to 15 characters for your mm-hmm. name. So I went back and changed my old middle school outda- outdated name to Fascinated Jack. So you can also find me on Xbox uh, at Fascinated Jack. What about you, Christian? Genius level moves right there. That is to be accommodated. That is fantastic. I've been sitting on that for a little bit. Like, I knew that was a thing that Mm -hmm. I read about. So, happy to uh, have employed it. Fantastic. Uh, If you want to follow me on anything, it's at Chun2D2 on Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, YouTube.com slash JoyClicks for the video version of Excelsior every Saturday, and audio services if you want to listen to the audio version of the show because 
podcasts are long and audio versions are practical. You can check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever your favorite service is. Rating and reviewing on your service, if you can give it a rating or reviewing, would help the show out a ton, and we would appreciate it. And if you'd like to support the show on a monetary level, patreon.com slash joyclicks at the $1 and $5 tiers. You'll be able to get producer credit for every podcast we do, like this show, much like Aaron Easton and Charles Applin do. Thank you very much, and that's going to do it for this week's Excelsior. As a reminder, the Spider-Man review season continues on a bonus episode releasing early this week. We'll be back next Saturday with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 1 and maybe some uh, some Avengers on xCloud thoughts. So look forward to that. But until then, Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs>